listening to the Astral Hour. I'm your host, Astral Meadow. Join me as we take a glimpse into the mysterious. Welcome everyone. Today I'm joined with my friend Jill Hahn. She is a health coach with a passion for supporting others in reaching their goals towards wellness. Her holistic approach considers all aspects of living, mind, body, and spirit, with a focus on honoring the individual. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to make it out and I could finally meet you in person. Same. Yeah. So um, could you share a little background on yourself and your spiritual journey with us? Yeah, so I'd say about 10 years ago, um, I was really um, being introduced to some really cool energy people that I'd never met before. And I was like, wow, maybe that's that's really interesting to me. Maybe someday I'll study Reiki or learn about that. And out of the blue, uh, I was having lunch with a friend and she said, you know, Teresa's having a Reiki class in, in two weeks. Um, why don't you go? And I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And I did. And it changed my life. And I just I haven't looked back since I've gone on to study um, all kinds of Reiki and other energy work and getting um, attuned to so many things. And I, I love it. And it's allowed me to um, really help others as well as myself and my own family. So I'm really thankful for it. And it's, I'm still still growing, still learning all the time. Right. I love that. I- I really feel like like Reiki, and I think one of the girls on my show said this, is like the gateway modality, and there's just something about it, and I think it's just, like, it connects us back to ourselves, like, when we experience it, and there's just something magical that happens with Reiki, and it just sort of helps us take off. Like, we're in alignment, and now we can, like, what's next, right? Yes, it's empowering. It also helps you learn about yourself and your energy, and it's just very healing on all levels. Right. Yeah. I love that. Um, what led you to want to become a health coach? So, um, after I had my second child, they're now in their twenties, I couldn't lose weight and I'd never had an issue with that before. So I was really confused. I was eating the same, living the same way. And I came across a book that really struck me. And it finally made me realize what you eat affects your health and how you feel. And I really took that to heart. And I immediately just was throwing food out of the house and changed my lifestyle at that time. That was about 20 years ago. And I haven't looked back. I've continued to learn and study. I studied macrobiotics for a while and just nutrition and functional medicine and um, just really used that to uh, help me and my family grow and just all of all the ways we heal so yeah beautiful I really struggled after the birth of my daughter she was my second child the first pregnancy I bounced back I was you know like people be like I can't believe you just had a baby you know the second one I was struggling with a lot of low blood sugar and then I had to eat a lot where everyone else has like high blood sugar and they have to like watch it. I was having to eat all the time and I didn't want to. Okay. I, I wasn't even like craving it. It would just be like, I'd start to feel sick. I have to eat. I gained like 50 pounds. Wow. And then <laughs> after she was born, I gained like 10 more. And I was like, this is so 
Like it was affecting me so bad because I just had this mindset that, yes, I'm going to gain some weight, but then I'm going to have her and, you know, I'll be able to bounce back. And, you know, she's about to turn three this month. And I finally feel like I have a similar body type to beforehand and that my mental health is finally back to a balanced state. I can totally empathize with that. Yeah. What I found, though, is that people were wanting to know what I was doing and Mm -hmm. they were and I saw an opportunity to help others. Mm -hmm. I um, not even knowing what I was doing, I started having cooking classes at my house. I didn't even have the right kind of knife, but people were coming. So Mm -hmm. I as I went through my journey, I saw the need to share it and I wanted to share and Mm -hmm. I saw the interest. And that's what really got me started was just seeing others interested in what I was doing. And it really empowered me to work on myself and improve myself so that I could help others more. Right. And figure out like the root of some of these issues, you know, because for me, I was exercising. I was on the tread. I was like doing treadmill regularly and I was trying to focus on my diet and all of these things. But eventually, well, I found out I had food sensitivities. So eliminating some of those helped and then doing some whole 30s really helped because I was able to find the triggers that didn't just show up on allergy tests, but that cause the inflammation, you know, and then I just like fell off, you know, (laughs) you said the magic word and that's inflammation. Everyone has their own source of inflammation and that's what I help people find. Mm. And and it's very customized. How can we reduce your inflammation? And it could be a combination of things. It could be the food. It could be movement. It could be it usually is stress. Mm-hmm. Um, no one thinks how important stress relief is. You cannot heal totally with, with chronic stress. So we really need to work on that. Right. And another thing that I discovered was I was sleep deprived. I was not sleeping and I was I couldn't lose the weight. It didn't like there was a point where it didn't matter what the diet was or anything because I was in such a state of fight or flight all the time. Like I was just I would have panic attacks in my sleep, you know, because the baby's crying, you're, you know, you're breastfeeding, you're up all night. Like I started, you know, struggling really bad with the mental health from the sleep deprivation, which there's really, I felt like there was nothing I could do until she started sleeping a little bit more soundly. Sometimes there, sometimes there's a situation you just have to work around and do your best. Um, But it's interesting. You saw that the change, sleep is vital. That's when we're creating hormones, the hormones that make you feel full. I mean, you're creating when, when you sleep and you really, that's a big source of uh, reducing inflammation is getting a full seven to eight hours of sleep. And it's hard, but (laughs) readjusting your life to make that happen is really vital for your health. Right. I had to, and I still do sometimes have to beg my environment. I'm like, I know you guys run on, you know, less sleep, but I, I really do need a lot of sleep. And I also have this 12th house stellium. A big thing is like silence and you sleep, you need sleep like, like longer than the average person. And so if I don't get like nine hours of sleep, I feel like I didn't sleep at all. But my my kids and family, you know, they seem to be fine with like seven hours of sleep. They have this energy it lasts all day, but it's just, it's so much more important than I think people realize. We stay up, we watch TV or look at our phones and then it, we have a hard time, you yeah, know. Sleep hygiene is something that I talk about too. It, there's, um, it's a big piece, not, you know, not looking at screens an hour before bed so that the melatonin can naturally increase. And mm. there's a lot of a lot of simple things that you wouldn't think would help your health that, that I really help remind people of. 
Yes, yes, I love that. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how you combine the diet, lifestyle, and Reiki together to support your clients. And what is a consultation with you like? So I I guess I can kind of answer this at the same time. Um, My consultations are, it's very customized. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have, can talk with someone about whichever area they're deficient in, or we just figure that out. I'm kind of intuitive about um, helping them with um, what I think can help them, you know, the best. Uh, Food is, you know, food is obviously very important. I don't like the word, you know, diet, like we were talking about, um, because uh, it's temporary. But having a whole food, uh, anti-inflammation way of eating that's um, very nutritious, and even talk about the timing when you eat, how much you eat, uh, and it's all very customized. So we definitely talk about nutrition, um, and lifestyle habits is all part of it. Reiki, if if that's something they're interested in to help with stress relief and healing, I really whatever someone needs, will I'll introduce. I don't have to talk about the energy work if they're if that's not for them. Right. But as far as food goes, we really need to find what does not create inflammation for you. Mm-hmm. There's, I have a little saying, you know, you can't have pain without inflammation. You can't have disease without inflammation. That's, right. that is the root cause. But I find, help you find what is that root cause for you. And as you reduce the inflammation, you reduce weight, you reduce um, illness and not feeling good and all the good things happen. Right. And there's so much where it's connected to the, my mental health. Like, I'll start getting brain fog. I'll notice I'll, like, every now and then I'll step aside from the anti-inflammatory around the holidays or birthdays. And I'll let myself eat whatever I want because there's just a point where, like, there's, you want to experience pleasure in life. You want to be able to eat with other people. And I already have, like, all these food allergies. So I'm like, every now and then someone will make me a meal and it'll have sugar in it and I'll eat it. And, but I'll notice if I get, on off of it too long that my mental health will start suffering and like I just don't you don't think about it you know we don't I don't know if everyone's connecting the dots with what we eat and our mental health and also dehydration (laughs) so sometimes I'll be like I'm feeling really depressed and I'll make myself just stop right there and drink some water and I'll actually feel better so quickly you know, but I didn't think of like, oh, I'm dehydrated, you know, it's so important. And it's with dehydration, what a lot of people don't realize is it's not the drinking of the water, it's having the electrolytes and the minerals in the body to even retain the water. So right. So we talk about getting electrolytes as well. Mm-hmm. Do you support like adrenal cocktails and things like that? Is that um, for fun? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a balance. It's it's not one thing mm-hmm. 100%. You find a, a balance of all kinds of things to because the body just, it just is trying to get back in balance. It's trying to heal 24 right. seven. We're doing things that are helping it or not. So mm. I try to help someone's body get back to into balance so that it can kick in and start and healing itself. Right. Yeah, the adrenal cocktails I do if I'm if I feel like I'm drinking water, but I'm like still really thirsty. Or if I've just gotten over an illness or something like that. And it really will, like, I'll feel like I have energy again. Then that's your answer. And I, that's the electrolyte. Everyone really it. can feel for themselves. And 
um, sounds like you're very in tune with your body. Not everyone is, but I help them to listen for the cues, listen for the signs, because if you don't, the signs just get bigger Right. if you don't do something about it. And you mentioned gut health. Mm-hmm. I, um, it's getting more and more uh, noticed, but it's really a huge part of our overall health. You know, if we're not digest just because you eat something doesn't mean you get the nutrition from that right if your digestive system's not working right you're not you're not getting those nutrients and um also the there's a gut brain connection so mm-hmm. most of your neurotransmitters you know, your feel-good hormones your dopamine your serotonin they're actually produced in the gut not the brain so it's it's vital gut, gut health is vital plus it's your immune system so i do a lot about um, helping people heal their guts. Yes, I think that it is finally being taken seriously. And it's not, you know, we're just talking about probiotics and people think we're weird or whatever. And we're like, no, it's, you know, this our whole culture, we were just given antibiotics a lot. Like doctors are finally pulling back and thinking, okay, maybe we don't need to automatically go to antibiotics, especially if it's a viral or something like that. And there, But when I was a kid, if you were sick, you went home with an antibiotic just in case. And I think we're having to replace some of that, you know, we think, oh, bacteria is bad. We've forgotten that there's good bacteria too, you know? Right. And there's a place for it. There are other things that you can do as well. Mm -hmm. Um, There are essential oils, there are supplements, there's food, there's fermented food, there's so much, there's Mm -hmm. fasting, there's rest, Uh, a combination of all those can help you what we've done what everyone's done in the past for of all of humankind that when we didn't have probiotics there are a lot of things we can learn from you know other cultures and and from the past as well mm-hmm. yeah i started um adding i want to say kefir but there are people on my show said kefir but i think it's kefir um technically but it was almost i would almost say it's life-changing how it's helped me digest food i don't get heartburn anymore Wow. You know, I, I add it in, like if I have anything with orange juice, I make sure I add a little bit in and I just, I don't suffer anymore from, from that, but I have a very, very sensitive stomach and that, that kefir unlocked something for me. Well, know? fermented foods is a missing piece, especially in the U.S. Other cultures have their fermented foods. Mm-hmm. There's kimchi, there's sauerkraut. Um, there's, we don't have that as part of a regular diet and that's missing. Right. So that's a that's a key to gut health and to our health is fermented foods. Right. Yeah. And I'll notice if my belly's like bloated or if I'm if I'm feeling weird in my belly, then it's almost immediately I'll start getting brain fog. I'll get kind of dizzy. Like it's so interconnected for me. And um, well, you get your sign right away. <laughs> and there yeah. are digestive enzymes as well that can help and mm. taking apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. There's 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 so many things to try, which is which is great. There's not just a oh, I have to have a medication or there's just right. one thing to try. There are a lot of things to, to, to see how your body works with it. Right. I'm to the point in my life where 99% of my issues I heal with my diet or movement or, you know, like maybe it's an herb or maybe it's adding, you know, more magnesium or, but I feel like I'm finally to that place where I know I can feel it coming on and I, it's like I know now. That's beautiful. And that you know that and you can even be preemptive and preventative. (laughs) Um, I'm all about preventative. A lot of we don't have to wait 
till you feel bad to, to do mm-hmm. something, go ahead and get some healthy habits and be preventative. That's how really how I've approached my life and my, my kid's life. Just be preventative. And then you if something happens, there's it's um, you're it's even less severe and you can recover faster. Right. Yes. And I definitely could have used someone like you on my journey (laughs) because I was hitting all these roadblocks all on my own. And, you know, I was going to doctors and, you know, I'm not anti-doctors. Like I needed them to take some blood work. I needed their expertise. But what I was finding is that they would kind of just diagnose and just leave you sitting there and I'm like I want to heal so then I would start you know I had an herbalist or energy workers and uh, acupuncture and things like that and it was when I was you know connecting with some of these more holistic approaches that I was starting to be like okay maybe my mental health is connected to my physical health and maybe my spiritual well-being you know has a lot to do with what I'm eating because when I went more organic, you know, took the fluoride out of my water and more fermented foods. And I started doing kundalini yoga around this time. And, and it was just like, I just felt really connected to my inner being and my soul. And like, it was all unfolding. And I was like, wow, I think, I think we have to look at all of it. I I love it. I love (laughs) that you connected all those pieces and that you found that for yourself. Um, That's very inspiring. And then that's my journey as well. I, as I came across something, I tried it and found how it made me feel. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep that. Right. And you just keep trying and adding the pieces that work for you. Right. But you're just kind of like that one stop shop where you have studied all these different Rodality, so where you can you can really look at that person and say, okay, even if you even if you're not an herbalist, you know where to send them. You, like so, you can help guide them and just be their support. Because there was times where, when I was in my process of healing, I was really alone, and I was sometimes I would be scared. I did some detoxes, yes. and I think because there's like mental spiritual connection when I was cleansing my body. I don't know if I was prepared for some of the deeper emotional wounds that I had buried in (laughs) with all of this. So as I was cleansing the body, some of these other things started coming up and they were ready to be released too. And detoxing and I I like to use the word cleanse. Detox. Sometimes people think the little kind of extreme, but you can detox out emotions and Mm -hmm. have nightmares. And there's so many ways that what needs to leave leaves you and it could catch you by surprise. So I try to help guide people through any symptoms they might be feeling on their healing journey. Since I, all the things I experienced and, you know, radically experienced, I can help them (laughs) ease them through it. And I do, you know, I do a lot of holistic practitioners and energy workers. So I can um, also just help um, give a referral to someone that might be a really good fit for that person. So my goal is to empower them, empower you to heal, um, whatever that looks like for you at the rate you want to, uh, and by the means you want to do. So I just want to be a vehicle to help. Right, right. I love that. Um, Let's see, why do you think so many diets don't work for people? And how does lifestyle play into this? Well, Diet infers a temporary way of eating, so you get a temporary result. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that connection's made. They think, well, let me just, I'll do this diet for a little while, lose the weight, and then I can go back to my old lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you get what you 
do, right? So if you, your lifestyle dictates your health. So um, I don't like the D word, you know, diet, like, like we said, Mm -hmm. it's really, someone has to be ready to put their health as their number one priority, Mm -hmm. or they're not going to be able to have the um, motivation to make the long term lifestyle change. Now, some people want to do that as baby steps. Great. I'll help them with baby steps. Some people, like I did, I went cold turkey. I cut everything out at the same time. And wow, did I have a lot of detox symptoms. But I was excited about it. I was like, yay, there's this pain. What does that mean? I was was so happy because I knew I was healing. But not everyone's like me. Right. (laughs) So so, um, lifestyle is is everything. All the things we talked about. You can't separate any one from the whole. Sleep and food, um, supplementation, stress relief, motivation, inspiration, joy, there's a all of those create the healthy person. So Mm -hmm. we want to, I want to work on improving all of those to to the max for them. You know, every January, I do a whole 30. um, And I do them throughout the year. But what I what I found is what works for me is taking like a week or two off in between and then getting right back on. And because I really am sensitive to most of the foods. And so there's a couple little things like, I don't even know, like these words that are on the back of something that might be a chemical that they've added or something. And I'm a little more relaxed as far as like I let myself eat out and I'm not reading the label. So because I've done so many of these, you know, things now, but I've made it, I have made it a part of my life. So I was able to you know, when I take that week off, I'm like, oh, not feeling too great, gonna gonna get back on. And so, you know, I think allowing myself those moments of, you know, just enjoying food, because I get kind of bored with what I'm eating. So every now and then I'm like, I just want some, you know, I I have a gluten sensitivity. So it's Mm -hmm. a gluten free pasta. And like, (laughs) it just feels good. It's like comfort food. And, and I'll also even if I'm in the middle of like a whole 30, and I'm hit with a big wave of depression, I might let myself have some comfort food. But it's because I do it so often that I don't actually consider it like this strict 30 days anymore, because I trust that I'm always going to get back on, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm going to start feeling ill so soon once I start eating like the sugar and the corn and <laughs> those kind of inflammatory things. things. But right. you found your balance and, and that works for you. But you're right. You absolutely have to have joy in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really I love to help people find ways to eat healthy that taste good to them because right. I, I taught healthy I taught gluten-free cooking classes for 15 years oh, wow. and um I, so I can make you know I can make healthy food taste good and um, really pride myself in that so I this journey should be enjoyable mm-hmm. so um you know your, your taste buds really do change a few weeks into changing how you eat so then you're more open to trying new vegetables and new things and, and you're mm-hmm. tasting differently so um I'll let people know that and I just have a slew of resources and recipes and ways to help uh, be easy, simple, and taste good because mm-hmm. you want to enjoy life. Right. I really appreciate people like you that that have organized some of these recipes and, and help because I am I'm a very creative person. I'm an artist. I have all these other forms that I create with, but in the kitchen, I have this like roadblock and I just like it. I don't know. I'm not like, oh, this spice goes with this. But anytime I get a good recipe or someone cooks for me, I'm like, like it lights up all these, you know, these tastes. And I'm like, I guess I do like food. I just, you know, I end up 
eating the same thing a lot because I'm like, this works. This is easy. It's quick. But it's so nice to try a new recipe from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can find some. I'll be happy to help you find some new standards and some new new flavors. Yeah. Um, I find that there are some different kinds of eaters out there. Some will not eat a leftover. So right. we work with them on that. <clears throat> some are happy eating the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. So that that's great. Um, <laughs> some don't like to meal prep and plan, which is really a secret to a healthy right. lifestyle. Uh-huh. Um, and some do. So I really just work with them wherever they're at and help work on creating the healthy habits. Mm, I love that. Yeah, me and my husband, we kind of like took up the mantle of health together at the same time. And it's been really nice because if I get kind of weary in the kitchen, He'll start cooking and then we, we sort of trade out. And I feel like having that support from a spouse has been huge for me, you know, not having to cook two separate meals, one for him and one for me. And and um, I don't know, it's just been so amazing to grow together in that way and to like watch ourselves hit these goals and um, just to be like a healthier couple because of it, you know. Yes, that's amazing. The, the support is so important. Um, you you know, you can do it without the support, uh, but it's a lot gentler and, and more fun if you do have that. So I love that for you. Yes, yes. Um, why is nutrition so important? And what are some signs someone may be deficient in this area? Nutrition's important as well as, like as I mentioned before, how your digestive system's working. So chewing your food. That's where carbs start to be digested. You've, so you're, you know, you think about it. Your stomach doesn't have teeth; it can't break down the food that you didn't chew, and then you're missing the nutrition out of that. If you don't have the right, your stomach acid or the digestive enzymes, you need some help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even and even inflammation in your gut and food sensitivities. Again, so we really have a lot of things to look at. Nutrition to me means means how your body's even utilizing it and and getting the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, some ways that show up if you're not getting proper nutrition is mood issues, weight issues, not sleeping, um, no energy, mm-hmm. all, all, all the things. Those are all subtle signs of your, your body. Does, it can't scream at you. Those are ways it's telling you, please give, right. please give me more nutrition and live a healthier lifestyle. And as I said, the signs get louder and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't do something about it. So take advantage of the signs. What what I do, rather than just looking at one of those, if you only focused on weight loss, you're going to miss out on all the other benefits of getting your body balanced. Mm-hmm. I want to get your body balanced so you can have all of those benefits, not just the weight, not just the sleep. Let's improve everything. Right. I love that. I feel like that's definitely the best approach, you know, and I found that the best or easiest weight loss is when I forget that I'm trying to lose weight and I'm just like in flow and I'm, you know, tasting good foods and I'm exercising and I'm getting sunlight, Yes, which is a big thing for me. I've noticed like in the winter with this, you know, I've been having the winter blues a little bit and it's just been cloudy for so long. You know, we get a couple days here and there and I just soak it in and I'm like, wow, this actually is affecting me <laughs> I love the sun and you know chemical processes happen in our in our skin and our bodies when sunlight hits us so it's it's that's vital it's part of nature we can't cut that off right right I know and we've just been told like 
you know, more sunscreen, put the sunglasses on, like cover yourself, you know. But I, and I think that there's a time and a place for everything, sure. but I also don't think we should be terrified of the sun, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, it's part of nature and part of healing for us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, another thing that was really big for me, um, and this was my body screaming at me was this magnesium deficiency I was struggling with, started having, you know, got out like this heart arrhythmia, I was having these palpitations and. And I went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, you're not going to die. It's fine. You know, and they're they're like, it's not severe. They didn't give me any advice, though. Then I, you know, I'm online. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm a very, I thought I was a very healthy person, but there was something about the magnesium where it's it's really hard to get the amount that you need because of this soil depletion that we're dealing with that our ancestors might have not had to supplement. Yes with some of these but because of the way that we grow our food and um and stress depletes our minerals as well right so it is wild to me that all i needed was to add in magnesium you know i take it right before bed and i'm in that routine and i haven't had a single heart palpitation but i mean i thought i was dying you know and the doctors were like why don't you try magnesium i had to find that all on my own oh my gosh and uh good for you right i had no idea you know magnesium is so vital for so many processes in the body and almost everybody's deficient in it Mm -hmm. and there are different types of magnesium that do different things so it depends on what you're wanting Mm -hmm. Uh, so we can deep dive into that as well you know with with my clients so right yeah I think it's just harder for us you know like thinking back at our with our ancestors and stuff they were so connected to the earth they were so in harmony with each other and like the way that they were cooking and like picking the food and it was just such a relationship to the food like that was their main thing <laughs> it was and they had gratitude for all of that yes. as well yeah we're we, we're not connecting to the earth and getting the benefits of grounding and earthing that that's healing living in our homes and wearing rubber soled shoes we're not connecting getting healing from the actual earth Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's important eating seasonally and locally is so important to me that's Mm -hmm. part of macrobiotics that i studied food is energy Mm -hmm. I, i like to i like this little phrase of if if a food is too weak to grow where you live you eat it it'll make you weak um, it's not to say there's a time and a place for some having fun right. with some foods. However, you know, pineapples don't grow in, in Tennessee. So that wouldn't really be an ideal food on, mm. for a regular basis for you, despite okay. whatever vitamins it might have in it and nutrients. But that the energy of that is not in tune with where you're living. Right. And by the time it gets to you. Oh, yeah. You know, it's Absolutely. been picked for. I, mm-hmm. I was watching this something on farming and the guy was saying that. Like the food loses so like a pretty large percentage of the nutrients after so long after it's yes. been picked. So it's actually important to, you know, if you have a garden, don't just pick it all right then because, you know, pick it and if you're about to cook it right then, you right. know, or give it to someone else, you know, so that they can get the full nutrition out of it. That's why sometimes frozen food gets a bad rap, frozen vegetables, but they're frozen with all the nutrients before right. they start to get depleted. So there's a place for frozen vegetables. Yes, I, th- I definitely think so. And some of those like frozen meals and stuff, they come in handy, you know, when you're in a bad place, you just need something quick or whatever. Or yeah. if you just want to store some things that might not be in season right then, but you want to come back to it, mm-hmm. you know. 
So I I like frozen foods from time to time. I prefer fresh, but you know, there's a place for or, or you you, know, you can freshen it up with some fresh fresh ingredients, like on top mm-hmm. or spice or in it a up soup or, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, how has doing this work changed your life? Well, it actually it is my life. Mm-hmm. So it's as I've been on this journey. And it's been helping me that's just created who I am and being a health coach and health advocate and, and wanting to help others. It's, uh, it's helped my physical health, my spiritual health, emotional health, um, made me a better friend, mother, um, just human, um, mm-hmm. and just more connected. So it's an ongoing journey, but it's, it's really um, just been it's, and it's been an amazing one mm-hmm. and continues to be. Yeah, beautiful. I'm the constant student. I'm always wanting to learn more, try more things uh, as well. Right. Yes. I love that. I'm, I have a similar energy to that too. I just, I'm always like seeking these different things and I learn things from so many different places and and I just love it. And it's like some of it's totally unexpected. You wouldn't even think it all fun. connects. And it's yeah. fun. It like, is. That's fun for me. Right. Like So I love that I get to enjoy what I'm doing and help people. And it's all fun. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed since um, you're a Reiki practitioner and also, you know, a health coach, have you noticed a difference in certain people's energy bodies when they're, you know, coming off of these, you know, maybe more toxic lifestyles and like kind of when they are crossing into more of that healthy um, way of being? Do you notice like certain chakras are more weighed down or I thousand percent notice changes in them and just just their their light their energy their uh, I've seen uh, folks that when they get started they're like they can't even really look at me when they're talking to me and they're kind of down and as their body starts to release what needs to go and they're getting filled with nutrition they're more present they're looking at me they're having conversations and talking about like a totally different personality mm-hmm. so it it's it's amazing to me and I love it how much the body like I said give it the tools um that that it needs and it can heal and um on all levels spiritual energetic physical mm. I, I've, I, it's, it's it's always amazing to me every time I see it yeah I love that I used to really struggle with eye contact and I was not nonverbal, but I basically didn't really talk a lot as a child. I had a really hard time like using my voice or even like looking at people was really intense. And mm-hmm. looking back, it's so interesting because I was eating a terrible diet. You know, I, I wasn't really connected to the earth at all. Like no one really taught me like spirituality. And I just, you know, I'm like, I was suffering, you know, in a way. And, and now that I've put all of this focus on my diet and healing my gut and it's like all these things that used to really hold me back like they're not even an issue anymore it's so beautiful like it's crazy you know and now your energy can help others right right yeah so there's so much like there's so many levels with this healing you know and then looking back and thinking oh well you know I was depressed as a child because I was drinking Kool-Aid instead of water I was eating raviolis (laughs) like all the time I feel you on that. You know, and uh, <laughs> so I'm like, no wonder, you know, I was sick all of the time. And, um, you know, it. So you have a deeper appreciation for how yes. good you feel now. Right. And just the fact that there are people out here helping educate, because some of us were 
you know, raised on these microwave dinners. And, you know, we didn't have like our moms cooking us these meals or passing down these recipes or, you know, I remember like being 18 in my own apartment and being like, how do I make mashed potatoes? You know, how do I, how do I do this? And I would actually go and try to figure it out, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't passed down. And in some of these other cultures, it is a tradition. Like your grandmother teaches you how to cook and like, it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's like the, part of their culture. Yes. Yeah. And we're missing that. I and I think, you know, some of us are still craving it on some level. You know? yeah, yes. I, I, and I see that. I see that people are ready mm-hmm. and open to new ways of healing and doing things. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that I can be there as a right. to help them. Right. Because I think we just need a little guidance, you know, at the beginning. Make sure we're doing it right. And, and also make... Make sure that we're covering all of the bases, you know, because it is hard. It's hard to know, like, what do I really need? Like, what should I eat? Because what I eat is totally different than what another person needs. And I think it gets overwhelming. So I think just having a support person and you sit down and maybe tell them the symptoms that you're going through or the main points that you want to adjust and having someone that's experienced in that area coaching you is in it's. I mean, it's priceless. What I find is uh, a big part of my consultation is, and and just working with me is listening. Right. I want to really hear what you're going through, hear what's important to you, get the background. Maybe no one's ever listened to you before. Right. Um, So I'm there to be a supportive ear and in turn, be account, hold you accountable. Right. I call it loving accountability because even if you know all the things to do, are you doing it? Right. I'm happy to provide that piece of accountability for mm-hmm. your success. I love that. Yes. I just had a friend um, share about some of the different coaches in her life and just how vital that it's been for her because it's in those moments where she's hitting these lows and she doesn't have the energy, you know, she's, she's getting depressed, but she, she wants to meet these goals and she wants to be better. And so she was really advocating, find a coach, whether it's fitness or health or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, you've tried to attempt it all these times and you're failing and, you know, and you, but if you could just have a coach for those days when you're starting to dip down, you could reach out and say, Hey, I'm really struggling. I don't, you know, I don't know what I should be eating. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe none of this is working or, and then you could be like, well, you're at that point of, you know, like when we give up sugar, there's a point, <laughs> okay? There's mm-hmm. a point where you start to, it will actually affect your mental health. Like, I don't think people realize like sugar and caffeine and some of these things, our body, our brains are responding the same way coming off of some, like a drug. Absolutely. So yes. like there was a point when I was coming off caffeine where I was like, wow, I've, I feel really bad, you know, I feel like I was like having fear and, and I was like anxiety and I, and I just, I didn't even know about it. But when they start hitting those walls, like coming off of sugar, they have to start asking themselves like, well, you know, what is, what's going on? And you can be like, okay, two weeks after you give up sugar, (laughs) you might start having some weird, you know, sensation. (laughs) And we can help ease you through that as well with some, with some advice too. Right. Yes. Some herbs. And, and I've noticed I have a tuning fork and I'll actually use that when I'm at that point where I'm coming off of sugar or something where I feel like I'm going through, what is it? A Herxheimer reaction or something. I can't, I think that's what they call it, but, um, it's just, 
as you're like cleansing things out and you're you're getting you know to that point where you're feeling better it's like the i don't know it's like there's this mind body disconnect and the body's like why don't we just go back you know and eat some sugar and the mind's like no we're doing fine and so like there's this like inner dialogue going on <laughs> so yeah so having tools and support during that time is is vital to keep you keep you going right. and a, a big part of my coaching as well is inspiration and motivation mm. so i'm always posting inspirational uh, posts and, and sending them to my clients because, you know, that, that maybe, maybe they needed that that day to, to help them through the day. Right. Just that little bit of light and like the heaviness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay. Okay. I can stay on track. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I have support. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. Uh, one of my best friends is we're pretty aligned. Like she tries some different health things. Like she's doing the ice today. She's doing like an ice dip or whatever <laughs> into the water. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Like I've been slowly like putting my arms in the, the cold Good. shower recently. And, but we're, we kind of like try out these different things and um, bounce them off of each other. And I really love that's having fun. that support in a friend, you know, where she's studying like Wim Hof and I'm doing like Kundalini yoga. <laughs> and like, there's, we get together and we we share, you know, and I'm like, okay, I might try that. I don't know. Sometimes like she's more slow to start something or I'm more slow. But I think having that motivation and just getting some new ideas, new ideas, new things to try. Not everything's for every person, but at least here's some things to try for you. See what right. works for you. Right. And that the cold plunges. I mean, I can actually look at her and see a difference like she glows her skin like she looks younger and I'm like maybe I should try this but I've just been you know my bath is such a sacred time for me to be warm I'm a very cold natured person (laughs) so I have done it like if I if I get in and I'm feeling pretty good I'll I'll end with the cold but if I'm having a bad day I'm like nope I'm not doing the cold bath today So it's balance. It, it is balance. And a big part of Wim Hof is the breathing technique. So yes, that's, yes. that's a whole other thing we can talk about. There are so many modalities and, and um, things people can do to, to feel better and to heal. So I love offering all of the options and let them really feel what works for them. Mm-hmm. There's so much confusing information out there. Conflicting information is, is this food bad? Is this, is this a superfood? Is this bad? Is this? And I really like to help clear that up. And we just figure out what works for you. Right. And there's different times, um, you know, where something might be good for you and sometimes not. There was a point yes. where I had to slow down on kombucha when I was doing a cleanse and because it, it was actually making me feel dizzy. And I, I, I don't know. It was really weird because I had been drinking it on and off for a long time, then started working on this like parasite cleanse, which was oh, a, that's powerful. It was hard. OK, it was like two years of my life, like yeah. on and off and. And I, it helped a lot, mm-hmm. but something about drinking kombucha was setting me off. And my acupuncturist was like, you know, this is what I wish people would consider that just because kombucha is healthy or just any food, something that's healthy might not be what you actually need in that particular moment. Yes. So it was exasperating my symptoms. Yeah. And there, there is sugar in kombucha. Oh, okay. Even though that's... it's fermented some more than others. So you know, like I said, I never look at the front of things. I always read the label. That's my right. <laughs> if my if one if that's one thing I can get across, I'd be happy. Right. Um, but even even something that was healthy for you a year ago, that's not what you need anymore. It's mm-hmm. always time to keep changing, keep growing, and flowing, um, eating seasonally, and and learning to listen to your body. And mm. that's another piece of getting quiet 
not necessarily meditating, but being quiet, having some time to self-reflect and um, decrease your stress, because that's when you can start getting messages and hearing what your body's telling you. And that's uncomfortable for a lot of people to sit with themselves, but that's all the more reason to do it, actually. Right. Uh, so that's that that alone is healing. So there's so many ways. Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I came about the caffeine, you know, needing to get off of it is it's just like my body is like, you can't keep doing this to me. Like, I'm tired. Stop giving me coffee when I'm tired. And and it was like, I'm going to make you feel crazy if you drink that coffee. And I was just like, you know, just even holding it, like not even drinking it. My body was like reacting and it was like shaking and it was like, please don't drink that coffee. You know, <laughs> but, you listened, but right, you listened. right. But it took me a while yeah. to realize, wow, maybe this is the bulk of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's because every time my body wants to rest, instead of taking like 10 minutes to go upstairs and just lay there for a minute. And that's what I've been doing. Like after I eat, I actually go just sort of rest for like 10 minutes. I'm not like fully laying down, but just closing my eyes or whatever. And I'll find that I have more energy. Well, you're allowing the digestion process to happen as well. Mm. So like eating, standing up, you know, that's not, that's not great. You're not sitting in a position to be nourished. Mm. Uh, There's, there's just some basic elements like that to consider as well. Right. And I think we just, like you were saying, chewing the food, we we're on these lunch breaks and we're like, well, I'm going to do like 10 other things in my lunch break. So I'm going to shove the sandwich down as quick as I can. And, you know, I've, I've realized along the way that I didn't have a healthy relationship to food, that I actually didn't enjoy the process of eating. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I could just get energy so I can go back to what I'm doing. But that's where a lot of the gut stuff was happening, right? Because I like not chewing or just not being mindful of my mental state when I'm eating. So if I'm feeling like rushed and then I'm in fight or flight and then I'm eating, then my body does not digest it as easily. Absolutely. You're, <laughs> you're just, you're not allowing the process um, to happen. There's so many little techniques like, not drinking when you eat and sitting and allowing the time for digestion and smelling your food and looking at it. Mm, digestion mm-hmm. starts when you're cooking it or looking at it or, or smelling right. it so that your so that your stomach knows what digestive enzymes to release from what from what you smelled. So right. there's it's it's quite a process that we don't honor it at all really very much anymore. So right. that's part of our life is eating how and how we eat and that whole process. And that's that's a big piece of health. Right, right. That's so interesting to think about, like, my generation on the frozen foods or canned foods is that they don't, you don't really smell them until right beforehand. And you're cooking them, they're blasting them, you know, the microwave for 50 seconds or whatever, and then you might get a smell. I don't know. Is it even real? Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's, is it even real? I mean, that's another thing. When I'm, like, studying all this, I'm like, this food doesn't have any nutrients in it. You know, a lot of these cereals and... Mm, It's altered and, yeah... It's food-like substance, right? Right. But, you know, that's just, it started at some point. I feel like I think of like Mad Men and I go back to like that era and I'm like, I feel like it was on these guys because they were like all caught up on the, (laughs) what was on the box, you know, and not what was in the box. Yeah, the front's marketing. (laughs) Look at the label. I always say that. Yeah. I'm all but, about the labels too, with because the allergies. Yeah, and that's made me even more aware. I'm like, why are they putting this in here? And it makes no sense why they're adding certain things to the food. 
Well, there are some of the substances are addictive and keep you coming back to the products. That's just that's marketing, I guess, as well. Uh, um, I know there's nothing in my house that I haven't read the label on. Like right. I have to approve it. Then I then I don't worry about my right. choices at home so much. <laughs> I do think that's important, you know, just not bringing it in. If it's not there, that's half of it. Then you can if it's not there, then you'll find a way to make a treat or dessert the, with what you've got. Right. With healthy ingredients. Yeah. Home cooking is actually a big piece of healing. Mm-hmm. And it's whatever degree that is for you, maybe, you know, but I, that's what I work on um, my clients with is how can you at least improve on your home cooking and get, and get that more of a habit. Some people really take to it and some people find a way to compromise and um, make it work for them. We just get customized to, to your particular lifestyle, but mm-hmm. definitely get some healing um, habits going. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't always love cooking, but I find if I can like set the mood, you know, set the intention, put a record on, you know, and it kind of clean as I go then. Cause I think that a lot of it was getting overwhelmed with all these dishes at the end. So lately I've been doing more about like, okay, this, this part's done. I'm going to go ahead and rinse that dish and get it out of the way and start, you know, but my husband does not cook this way. (laughs) And I come in there and I'm like, whoa, like you have not been cleaning at all on it, you know, and then it's overwhelming. Yeah. I'm a clean as you go girl, yeah. because I don't want to have that overwhelm at the end. Right. It, I enjoy my meal better knowing that it, I've mostly cleaned up already. Yes, me too. <laughs> that was like a life hack for me. Yes. So, and then just singing and having fun, you know, like. But that energy's getting into your food, right? Yeah. It's a whole other topic, but you know, if you eat out, you're getting whoever was cooking that energy, who knows what that's going on in their life, but you're cooking at home, you're giving you and your family, you're loving energy, food, food is energy, it's, it's everywhere, it's in your food. So um, being conscious of that is another way to affect your health. Right? Yes. When I was doing a Reiki class, there was the suggestion that you could put it in the food. And that really did change the way I was viewing other people cooking for me or like mm-hmm. when I was in a bad, like I'm just cooking and I'm in a bad mood and I'm like, okay, my blood sugar is dropping and now I'm already hangry, you know, but to, okay, start before, start before you're hangry, <laughs> you know, and just really saying, okay, I eat around this time. It's like my body now it feels safe because it's like, she's going to feed us. We always eat around oh, this time, beautiful. you know, but there, yeah. there was a point where I was waiting tables and stuff. You know, you're just shoving, shoveling a cracker in, you know, like because you're about to drop, you know, it's just not healthy. It's yeah, it's it's really important to have those healthy snacks around. Eat that protein at your breakfast and set the day. Mm-hmm. Get started right. It, it makes a big deal. It's a big effect on your hormones for the day. Um, it helps your cortisol to drop so your melatonin can pick up at night. Mm. There, when you eat and what you eat and how much really is important to your whole health. Yeah, definitely. And I think as women, it's a little, you know, we operate a little bit different than men. So I've noticed certain points in my cycle, I have to eat a little bit more. Like if I don't, like I'll have this just lingering hunger and it's, it's like, I need to add, that's when I'll let myself have like a little bit of like dark chocolates or, you know, just diff things that I don't allow most of the time there's points in my cycle where I'm like okay I'm gonna allow more heavier meals I'm I love gonna... that you're listening to your body right and yeah. it feels right for you right mm-hmm yes and I mean it's like just experimenting that's that's how I've gotten to where I'm at is just experimenting <laughs> 
you've had a lot of opportunities, right? Yes. And it and it is just like learning anything, learning about your body and what works. It it is an experiment. We're our, our own experiment, um, but that can be fun, and mm-hmm. especially with the end result of um, a better working, balanced body and a feeling better in your own skin and having the energy to live the life you want. I I, I love helping women um, with their health because. So I'm not just helping them. Mm-hmm. They're the role model. Their kids can right. see, wow, it's okay for mom to take care of herself and eat right and, and exercise and and uh, you know be that role model. And then they have more energy to enjoy their lives. Right. I've been thinking more about, um, well, I had this weird memory of my grandma just hating the fact that I pierced my ears. And she's like, the body's a temple. But she was eating like this terrible food and stuff like that. And I, I was kind of giggling at myself the other day thinking about it, how we we pick up on these like rules or these sayings that we've heard. And we're like, okay, so we don't pierce it, right? Or we don't tattoo it. But but I'm like, if the body's the temple, it, I don't think it's just what we put on it. I think it's what we're how we're taking care of it, you know, internally yes. and <laughs> And um, that that's, you know, equally, maybe if not more important, is what we're doing to the inside. Again, it's that holistic approach. Like, well, I'll do this for my body, but not this. Right. Like, you just look at the whole picture. And when when you do that, lots of little habits and things make a big effect if mm-hmm. you're consistent with a lot of little things. It doesn't have to be a drastic, dramatic detox or totally change how you live and eat. A lot of little changes We'll let the body start healing, and that then that leads you to the next healthy thing because you're feeling better and ready for the next thing. So again, different approaches for different people, but there's a lot that could be done with both baby steps. Right. I think for most people, giving up soda, like if they could just give up soda and find something else, you know, that's not full of sugar, you know, and high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, and some people, I've some clients, they're like, well, we're gonna cut your sodas in half like okay, for them yeah. like they, they can't handle more than that and that's great for them and then that then they start feeling better like okay well right. now maybe i will you give up it's just it's at their pace right yes i feel like that was that was a big thing for me is cutting sodas and and drinking water like it's just something that wasn't really taught to me you know i just wasn't thinking about the water at all and then like where's the water coming from and (laughs) that's important too yeah we have to if you don't flush the toxins out i mean your organs need the you know the fluids to function and then to if you don't flush out the toxins well then they're just they're not leaving you and you're not everything's not working how it's supposed to so it's so basic and we all know it but do we all really do it do we really drink enough or take note Uh, it's it's something to, to that i like to be a reminder for Mm-hmm. Um, is there any general health advice that you could share with people um, and some steps that they could start taking to improve their overall health? Honestly, the biggest effect on most people's health would be to find some stress relief. Mm. It affects every aspect. If you are stressed and in fight or flight mode, your digestion's not working, your immune system's not getting worked on, your your gut health isn't getting worked on, your mental health, so many things. Finding time throughout the day to just step away, take some deep breaths, do some stretches, go for a walk, get your cortisol level down because mm-hmm. it's so destructive, it's so catabolic um, to the body. That alone um, 
is, is, is the biggest, probably biggest tip uh, that I could give. And then allowing, um, allowing to release some of the, you know, anti the inflammatory foods. So sugar, processed foods, um, lessening those and see how and just notice how your body reacts to that. Yes, yes. I think it's so interesting. We kind of talked about this, like changing the palate, how when you give up sugar, fruit, like if you give up like the artificial sugar, like the fruit, the sugar, the, the natural sugars taste so much more intense. So if I'm eating sugar and I eat fruit, I don't appreciate it as much. But if I'm off the sugar for long enough, when I eat like an orange, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I don't taste it the and same way. I had a client a few weeks into cutting out sugar. Um, and he was like, wait, I asked him if he noticed anything different about things taste. And he was like, no. And he, goes, he goes, I had the best strawberries though. I was like, well, I think uh, the reason you're tasting that sweet is because you've cut out all that sweetness and sugar that you've been having. Um, and I, I love when people enjoy their food more. Yes. And then they're open to eating vegetables and other things they maybe weren't before right yes for sure and then I think just you know eliminating certain things and it sort of forces you to learn some new recipes or try different things so the whole 30 was so good for me because it helped me learn how to cook from scratch because there's basically no cheating because you you know they do have a couple like soups you could just buy (laughs) you know if you're if you're on like the run and you need something quick but for the most part I had to figure out how to cook you know, I'd never cook like spaghetti squash or whatever, but you know, you want to supplement some of these meals that you love, yeah. but in a healthy way. So I actually found it to be really beneficial to like almost force myself to say, you have to figure it out. You cannot go to these easy, reliable foods that you've been going to. You need to taste some different things. You need to try vegetables you've never bought before, you know, and just feeling it out. And I think it was, I mean, it's worked. So I've been about two years where I've been almost, you know, doing a whole 30 leg diet. That's so awesome. You're right. It's an, it's an opportunity. It's all your perception, right? It's an opportunity to try some new foods, get some new tastes, find some new things that you like and get, get some great nutrition that way. Right. And it's just like, you actually learn how to cook (laughs) because I didn't really, you know, I was just winging stuff here and there. And it's just so nice to branch out and try some of these other things. I mean, I had never even, I remember the first time I had an organic carrot. I was like, this is amazing. But I realized the reason I wasn't in love with carrots is because I would always get those baby carrots. They'd been soaked in chemicals because they peeled them and then they've been, yeah. in the, you know, in the refrigerator for two months and they're just... Baby carrots really don't grow in nature like that. <laughs> right. But I, I remember being like, oh, these are so bland, you know, and just not loving carrots. And then I started doing like these, some of this juicing. Mm-hmm. And then it really increased my love for carrots because I started buying organic carrots and I was eating them all the time and to the point where I almost was like a little orange. <laughs> I've seen that. And, uh, <laughs> maybe a little too much carrots, but I just couldn't believe that I'd never actually had an organic carrot. And that just blew my mind. But it's just, that's the culture, right? We get, oh, this is easy. It's already prepackaged. I'm just going to buy this. I don't have to peel it later, you know? So again, just realizing how, how what a huge piece of, our health is the food, what type it is, how we prepare it, the season, all of those things. And you made that a priority for yourself. And now you're getting the benefits of it. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, What are some of the different programs that you offer? 
So, well, like I said, I've really, it's very customized. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'll, as I listen to you and, and hear your goals and what you've gone through and what you, what you want to accomplish, uh, I'll, it's really just a customized program. Right. It's meeting with me on a regular basis, sometimes in person, but often telehealth uh, can really meet with anybody anywhere in the world and um, have those accountability check-ins. I have lots of resources depending on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll, um, we'll just, we'll set up goals, check in on those and hold you accountable and give you the resources you need to, uh, to thrive really. Yeah. Do you ever do like challenges or, you know, work with people in that way? Sometimes I did have a little, uh, there's a little like a bonus point challenge that if you do certain things, you give yourself points and right. you can have a challenge like that. Um, I will be coming up uh, soon doing um, a seven day healthy habits challenge that's really that's available free to everyone. So I'll be doing oh. that through my through my Facebook page. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Um, is there anything else you would like to share with us before we wrap up? I would really like people to know that they do have the power and ability to change their health. You're not stuck where you are. There are people who can help you um, and just trust your body and know that it can heal. And if you can just uh, put yourself out there to try some new things and be open, um, you can heal. Mm, that's so beautiful. We have, we have the power within us. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. Um, what's the best way for our listeners to follow you or connect with you? You can connect with me through my Facebook page and Instagram, uh, Jill Hahn Health, or you can send me an email at jillhahnhealth at gmail.com. All right. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Yes, I love this. And thank you all for tuning in. Check us out next time on the Astro Hour. Oh, 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 oh,